Western Wonder here, and you're listening to yet another selection from the Western Reviews podcast. Today's review will showcase one of the most fascinating team-ups in a fascinating franchise. What franchise might that be, you may ask? Well, listen to the title. The Suicide Squad, featuring an interesting cast of characters. Those particular names and their respective characters I'll mention during my spoiler-free review. But first, let's take a listen to the trailer, and I'll be back very shortly with my review. And this time I really mean it. Act like I took a 30-second coffee break, even though the trailer is longer than a minute. You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. This coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head? We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team 2 is clear to go. Fire off. 3, 2... What are you guys doing? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. Times are hard. You fail to follow my orders in any way. And I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Can do the job so this is the famous Suicide Squad. Nom nom. Any questions? And? Yes. That is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth... Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? How the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. When they get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Uh-huh. I love the rain. It's like angels are scooching all over us. After the trailer, here's a plot breakdown. From the Western point of view, not the trailer. Anyways. Two groups of villains, all inmates that are part of Task Force X, are promised lighter jail sentences if they agree to go on a mission labeled Project Starfish, which turns out to be an intense, bloody battle between the villain squad and the ever-so-menacing Starro the Conqueror. You hear me, you bastard? I'll cut off your nutsack and nail it to my door! Like one of those lion door knockers rich folks got! That will be your balls! Uh, no relation to that starfish. 
The first group of villains that are sent out, which includes Savant, Captain Boomerang, Blackguard, TDK, Havilland, Mongol, Weasel, who looks absolutely frightening if I say so myself, and of course, Harley Quinn, are killed, with the exception of Harley who was captured by militia, and the second team is sent in to complete the mission. This team includes Bloodsport, played by Idris Elba, Peacemaker, played by John Cena, Rick Flagg, played by Joel Kinnaman, King Shark, voiced by Sylvester Stallone, Polka Dot Man, I forgot the actor's name, Ratcatcher 2, and a recovered Harley Quinn, the role being reprised by Margot Robbie. Due to the fact that I didn't find any major negatives in the film, though I will address the small flaws after going through all the positives, the Suicide Squad has the honor of receiving my first Amazeballs rating of the year, well, at least after I reworked some of my rankings. Matter of fact, this is probably the highest any film could get in my ranks with that Amaze Balls rating. Going into the film, I didn't know what to expect as most of the characters were switched up from the last movie, and unfortunately that meant more of the more familiar and well-known characters in my eyes, from Killer Croc to the Joker, were not featured here. Also, Will Smith's character Deadshot, featured in the first film, is not involved in this film as well. I wonder why. An entanglement? Possibly. Or it's just the fact that he was working on another project at the time. Anyways, the only ones to return are Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, and Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis, who definitely seems more ticked off here than what I saw from her character in the first film. Is she okay? Despite the change in characters, the new squad were very admirable and fun to watch throughout. Idris Elba and John Cena's characters duking out on how many murders they commit to show who's the toughest was hysterical. Idris Elba himself as Bloodsport was the perfect leader for this movie, and it's always nice to see John Cena grimacing again as a bad guy. I, for one, cannot wait for his next antagonistic turn in the upcoming Bond flick, No Time to Die. Oh, that's Rami Malek? My apologies. John Cena sported a similar aesthetic for Fast 9, so how would I know the difference? It's not like I can see him. Get it? Because I can't see... Anyway, down the line of characters, the rest of the surviving villains, Rick Flagg, Ratcatcher 2, Polka Dot Man, and King Shark also provide some wholesome chemistry within the squad. My personal MVPs being Lady Ratcatcher and the Shark King for obvious reasons. For one, I've never seen rats be such a prominent figure in a movie. Not even Charlotte's Web could dream to give rats some proper representation. And as for King Shark, well... Come on, he's adorable and he's huggable, and the poor shark doesn't have any friends. And? Yes, that is your hand, Nanawe. Very good. What more can I say? It's quite intriguing to see Stallone get the gig as all of his other characters he's done in history, outside of Rocky, seem like polar opposites from Shark on how much you can sympathize with them. But then again, I haven't seen every Stallone movie, so what do you know? As I mentioned earlier, as most of these DC characters are obscure, I have no idea who Starro the Conqueror is. I once nicknamed an online friend Starro without knowing about the character. Cool person, by the way. But once I saw the power that is being possessed, it's definitely not to be messed with. An all-around good villain. Though I'd imagine if the Joker had his way, if he had appeared in this film, that is, the final battle definitely would have been much more manic and different than usual. While the performances and action-packed fights drive the movie's story and runtime, there's two minor flaws that I have, and they are rather small. Well, at least one is. First things first, some of the music choices are a bit off, like it doesn't fit the stylings of the movie. Some sections need a little more rock and orchestra for me. Second of all, 
The chemistry of all the squad flew so well that I honestly think that Harley Quinn wouldn't have been needed. I enjoy Margot Robbie's portrayal of Harley Quinn and it certainly isn't her fault I came to such a conclusion, but it just seemed like Harley often disconnected with others during non-battle scenes when the film was digging for heart. While Harley has her moments and you can feel for her during trying times as a crazed but hardworking supervillain who's being trapped by militia, I think that the film should have given her more screen time with the other squad members. Or better yet, reduced her time a bit. Once again, these are the flaws that I saw while viewing this film and of course you all will see differently. Overall, it's a great film, definitely one worth watching since it's been a while where a DC film has had a lot of intentionally humorous moments. I was literally laughing out loud within the first 10 minutes, which is rare for any superhero slash supervillain themed movie I've watched so far. That is, if it isn't kick-ass for the right reasons or Batman Forever for all the wrong reasons. Persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? I'll get drive through. Though I must warn you, it's extremely bloody and extremely violent. And while that's something I definitely revel in with these types of films, it might not be for everyone. So please, by all means, take that R rating seriously. I'm the Western Wonder, and I hope you enjoyed this spoiler free review of The Suicide Squad. And I hope that you get a chance to check it out as it's simultaneously out in theaters and on the HBO Max platform. So you either have a chance to check it out in the cinema, or you can watch it in the comfort of your own home, like I did. Isn't that nice? Anyways, stay tuned for my next review coming out soon, as well as a new episode coming from my secondary music podcast, Two Grumpy Music Snobs. If you want to stay updated with episode releases and more interesting tidbits of information, please follow the show via these two social media platforms. On Instagram, at Western Reviews Official, because there aren't any other Western Reviews, as far as I know, or on Twitter at Reviews underscore Western. There you can find all the aforementioned bits, plus a link to all the platforms my shows are on. From Apple Podcasts, to Spreaker, to Spotify, to many, many more. Also, don't forget to check out older reviews of movies I've done from this year. I've done Space Jam, A New Legacy. Everybody loves that, right? <laughs> right? Uh, I've done Mortal Kombat, uh, Coming to America, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, and more to come. Two movies that I can confirm for reviews in terms of films coming soon, or this month rather, are Free Guy and Candyman. Uh, as I am not going to the cinema this year, it just has to depend on the VOD schedule for both of these films as to when I would like to do those reviews. I'd personally like to do a Candyman review around Halloween season so I can review the new one and the old one, but eh, we'll have to see that schedule for VODs. But that's all to be determined. Anyways, thank you all for listening to the show. Once again, stay safe and away from La Delta, and I hope to see you all in the next episode. Western Wonder, writing and signing out.